What it do, what it do, everybody. It's the one and only Kenny Talk. And I'm back in the building with the truth, the lies, and the lessons. The only podcast show that gives you a lesson to walk away from. We're going to take our time with it tonight to let everybody kind of get in position. We stream it on all different platforms, right? All different platforms. So you never know where people are listening from, what platform they're listening from, or what country they're listening from. You know what I'm saying? Because we're making our mark on Spotify. We're making our mark on Google. We're making our mark on iHeartRadio. We're making our mark on um, Facebook. We're making our mark on YouTube. We're making our mark on Twitter. You can go anywhere podcasts are more than likely, and you can pick up the truth, the lies, and the lessons. So what is the truth, the lies, and the lessons? This is episode number two that I'm proud to say. We are launching um, a classroom-style podcast where I get a chance to get up to the board, right? I get a chance to get up to the board to speak to you guys about different topics that centered around or revolves around, however you want to say it. Relationships, 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 y'all. That's what it's about. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you like that. Um, um subscribe to that channel on um YouTube. Um, that's um hashtag Kenny Talk Radio. Make sure that you like the page on Facebook. Make sure you follow us on Twitter. You know what I'm saying? We're going to be uploading it on Instagram and everything. But I want to make sure everybody know that you can go out anywhere and pretty much search truth, lies, and truth, lies, and lessons, and you'll be able to get it. So what are we going to discuss today? Episode two. This is going to be a big one, you know. Last week, well, last um, um, the first episode, we wanted to tackle the discussion around red flags because, of course, you know, red flags are everywhere. You know, we see them everywhere. People are talking about them everywhere. And, you know what I'm saying, people believe and that they're, they're running from them everywhere. You know what I'm saying? They're afraid of red flags, you know? So I felt like we needed to tackle that. So this week, we're going to jump into a topic that's near and dear to a lot of people's hearts. You know what I'm saying? Over 73% of people on the planet believe in this. You know what I'm saying? So I thought it made sense for me to tackle this first or well, second on the second episode, right? Make sure that you join us bi-weekly. We're going to continue to drop episode after episode going into the new year. You know what I'm saying? This week is going to be the last week. Well, this week is the last week in 2021. The last week in 2021. There are so many people that started 2021 with hopes, dreams, and big things, right? When it comes to their relationships, when it comes to the people that they hold near and dear to their hearts but you gotta but i want to ask everybody out there that's listening 
did yours come true? Did you hit it on the head? You know what I'm saying? Did you find that special someone or did that special someone find you? Did you make it to the altar? Did you get down and propose? Was 2021 the year you predicted and did it happen? If it did, I got a question for you. If it didn't, I got a question for you, right? The topic of discussion tonight, we're gonna talk about the truth, the lies and the lessons about soulmates. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I said it, soulmates. There are 73% of people that believe that they got a special, they got a special someone that's out there. They got a soulmate that's out there. There is 73% of people that believe that the most high God, you know, whoever you believe in is going to send that person your way and they are waiting just for you. They are made just for you. They understand you. They're going to be 100% about you. And that's okay if that's what you believe. So that's my question. If it did not happen to you in 2021, do you still believe in soulmates? Do you believe that your soulmate is out there? If it did happen to you, whether it was the proposal, whether it was the marriage, I want I got this question. Is that your soulmate that you're with? Do you believe that that is your soulmate? You know, and I know some people might be saying, whoa, whoa, hold up, Kenny, talk. Don't go to putting that, don't go putting that in people's minds at this particular point. But you know what I say? It's already in their mind. I just can't be afraid. Just like we just can't be afraid to address it. You know what I'm saying? Because the truth, the lies, and the lessons we teach about what so many people are so afraid to speak about. So we're going to get this thing started soulmates right if you did not find your soulmate this year do you still believe you know what are some things that make you still believe in a soulmate why do you believe in soulmates you know what i'm saying what do you think is in the way what's the reason you have not found your soulmate so break out your pads your pens, your calculators, and your rulers. It's the truth, the lies, and the lessons about soulmates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So listen, the first time soulmates was ever um, written, in any form of literature was in 1822. It was an 1822 letter that was written by a guy named Samuel Taylor Coolidge. Okay. And the context that he utilized it in was 
he was writing it to a young lady. That's what it says. Okay. To be happy in marriage life. Nay. In order to not be miserable, you must have a soulmate as well as a housemate or a yoke mate. That was the context that he explained it in. And I'm going to crack open the egg real quick before we jump into the truth, the lies and the lessons about soulmates. OK, now what he was basically saying was, is that right now, I'm sorry, back then, what it was about was finding someone or being attached to someone from a family perspective, from a business perspective, you know. From a generational perspective, from a bloodline perspective, you feel what I'm saying, right? And the fact that you could have someone that's a um, that's what made you yoked at that particular point, because it was aligned. It was aligned. For you to be together based on your families, you feel what I'm saying? So both families had common interests, had things that they basically aligned up under. So that made you yoked. And that used to be 100% all it was about. You know what I'm saying? Right? Of course, you got to be a housemate to a person because you, if you went, once you marry them, you're going to be in the house with them. So you got to be able to be in, um, to, I would say you got to be able to, um, dwell with them. Right? But what this gentleman was saying, Samuel was saying was, is simply that's not enough. He's saying that you had that, that in order to be truly happy, you had to have something more. You had to have someone that he considered to be a soulmate for the very first time. Fast forward all the way up to 1985. That's when the word started resurfacing heavy. Right. In 1985, that was when we were kids. You know what I'm saying? 80s babies. Right. We running around young. You know, we haven't even we haven't even um, become grown as of yet to be able to select a person that's going to be our lawfully wedded wives or our husbands or what have you. Right. But they're planning this in us early. They planted this in us early, ladies and gentlemen. And they did this because of the fact that we that we know is is simply Guess what? It would impact the way you picked the person who you wanted to marry, and it would make it more aligned with what you felt was personally best for you. Right. Which basically dismantles the the, the very, um, I would say, foundation of what marriage was built on. Right. It dismantles that because that's not what it was about. And if that's the case. This was a pebble. That was dropped into the ocean. A pebble that was dropped into the ocean that called it a caused a ripple all the way up until this day that makes it that much harder for us to stay in relationships. It's the truth, it's the lies and the lesson. So let's get this thing started, man. We're about to jump into the truth, lies, and lessons about soulmates.
All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Let's get this thing cracking, everybody. Now, I know it's called the truth lies and the lessons about soulmates, but I'm going to flip it a little bit. Before we get into the truth, I got to speak about the lies. And now, you know, when I say lie, for those that are joining us for the first time, for those that are joining us for the first time, when I say lie, what I'm speaking about is that which is highly accepted, highly regarded but has the least ability to get you the results that you want. The lies are the traditionalism. The lies are what we've been known to believe. The lies are what we've been accepting all this time over and over again. We quote it to the point that, well, when you hear somebody say it, you just believe it's the truth. You know what I'm saying? But that's what it's about. It's about breaking that up. So we're going to start with the lies as it, as it pertains to soulmates. So I need y'all to feel me on this one as we chop it up. Break out your pens, your pads, your calculators, and your ruler. And you're going to need all 10 fingers to feel what I'm about to say. So check it. So jumping right into the lies, man, check this out, right? What we've always been taught is you need to find or you need to be searching for your soulmate in order to find happiness. Your soulmate equals happiness. Ain't that what we was taught? To this day, I guarantee you those 73% believe that either the person that they found that's their soulmate or they or that the person that they're waiting on to be their soulmate is going to bring them happiness but remember happiness starts from within but remember if you do find someone that's a great fit for you that you might believe is your soulmate It can't just be about the ones that don't challenge you to be a better soul. It can't be about the ones that lay down for everything you say. You know what I'm saying? It can't be the one. You know what I'm saying? That don't sharpen you. Keep you strong. Keep you focused. That's what we've been wanting all this time. That's what a lot of people consider as happiness. But that's just not what it is. It's what's been perpetuated over and over and over again that we've accepted as truth. Moving right along. Your soulmate is going to have a lot in common with you. They're going to like what you like. Accept every side of you with a smile. Accept <laughs> every side of you with a smile. Think about that for a second. You don't accept everybody's every side of anyone with a smile. Because there's certain sides of people that you just don't be feeling. 
But we're under the impression that when we find our soulmate, this is what it's going to be about. Right? They're going to be considerate of how you feel, who you are. That's what they're going to be. But we all know in the best of relationships, people love to ask those old couples that have been together for 80 years, 70 years, 60 years. Hey, you know what? How do y'all do it? How do y'all stay together? And every time y'all ask one of those older couples, they say some of the simplest stuff. But it ain't, but I hear no one, I, I rarely hear him say, this is my soulmate. It's the people that they made a choice to be with. It's, a, it's the people that they cared for enough to be there for them. And they just didn't break up. And they just didn't break up, ladies and gentlemen. That's what it's about. But we're taught the latter. We're taught the latter. Moving right along. A soulmate is defined as a person that's sent to you that you have a matching soul or what have you. But the one, break out your rulers. This is why I said break out your rulers. I want y'all to measure this, right? But the soulmate is measured nowadays 100% by a feeling. By a feeling. Right? You know that you have found them by the way they make you feel. Or the feeling you think you will have when you meet them. Think about it. Feelings change. So if you use a ruler to measure what is a soulmate to you and you measure the way a person makes you feel, you will believe that anybody and everybody on the dating scene within the first 90 days is your soulmate. Because in the first 90 days, people know how to act. <laughs> and I know y'all can relate to that, right? People know how to act. And if they know how to act, if they know how to obey, if they know how to fall in line, You'll get tricked every time. And that's what happens. That's what happens. When you define a soulmate by a feeling, feelings change. Moving right along. Soulmates are also defined as people that are sent to you, regardless of where you are in your life, regardless of how you're, what type of energy you're attracting and giving off, regardless of what, you do not have to be prepared for them. They just know your soul and, and, and you know their soul and you guys are just going to connect. 
You don't even have to be a nice person. Be exactly who you are and they will adjust. Finding a soulmate or the soulmate is such a one sided perspective of, a, of, of, of being together with someone. But this is what we're told. This is what's perpetuated. Right. You know what I'm saying? But nobody ever asked the question. Can your soulmate piss you off? How many people have been in something real, but it ended due to behaviors of your mate or so-called soulmate? How many people believe they were with their soulmate? How many people believe that, the, that their exes, you know what I'm saying? The people that their exes, that are their exes to this day, they look back. How many of your exes did you believe was your soulmate? I'll wait. Yes. So when you talk about the lies, this is just simply what's widely accepted. But clearly, don't get you the results that you're aiming for. But we stay riding on that same train. We stay moving in that same direction. Because it's what's perpetuating over and over again. So I've broken down the lies about soulmates. We're going to move right along to the truth. The truth. Okay. Before I jump into the truth, I just want to put this out there. Right. What if. There are no soulmates, but there are spirit mates. Uh-oh. Okay. All right. All right. I understand. I understand. Relax. Break out your pens and pads. Break them out for a second. I need y'all to just walk with me real quick. You know what I'm saying? Break out your calculators. Feel me on this one, right? <laughs> Check it out. Now, souls. I should have said break out the scriptures, but you know what? We're in class at this point. But a soul was given to us by the most high God. He says it in the scriptures. He blew into us. Right. Soul. So that soul that was given to you technically is not yours. That soul that was given to you. You can't manipulate it because you didn't create it. The most high created it. You know what I'm saying? That soul that was given to you can't be manipulated. It's the vehicle. The soul is the vehicle that you're that you will use to get you back to the most high, to get you to the next life. That's the vehicle that is needed. And it can't be altered because it's not yours. It's so powerful that you can't alter it. That's the inner vehicle, the inner flame, right? That was blown into you. So there's no way you can have, have one person that you just say, that's my soulmate. 
everyone that has a soul, we're all mates because of where we get it from. All right. So spirits, though, are different. Spirits can be altered. Spirits can be manipulated. Spirits can flex based on experiences, based on trauma, based on anything that 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 person goes through. Right. Your spirit can be shaped by what you go through, how you were raised, what side of, of the country you're, you're, you're living in, what side of the world you're living in. That's what shapes your spirit. And if you go from one side of the world to the next side, to the another side of the world, then even though your spirit was shaped by this side of the world, it'll slowly but surely start to, um, to basically form where you are. I need y'all to feel that with all 10 fingers, right? So if you really are looking for that real connection, it's about a spirit mate because the spirit is what's truly yours. I wanted to break that down to you, right? Your soul is the purest form of your inner self that can't be shaped molded by the being that it's inside of, right? The spirit is who you really are. And it's shaped by experiences, emotional states, trauma, generational curses, all of that, what I just named, right? Your spirit mate is the one that compels you to create an environment for them that is not conducive to the deal-breaking behaviors others could do that would make you walk away. So for the most part, a lot of those deal breakers you got, it ain't going to matter when you find your spirit mate. Mm. Your spirit mate is definitely not perfect. You know what I'm saying? Because there's going to be time. There's going to be times that they walk the line and cross the line, right? And chalk the line. <laughs> They're going to do all of that, right? but they'll never leave you stranded. I want y'all to ask y'all, I want y'all to think about this, right? If you're single out there right now, you, hear, hear me out. If you're single right there, out there right now, I guarantee you that if something happened, it's a high chance you got, you know that there's someone you can call on that's gonna be there, right? This could be a person that, more than likely is a person that wanted to be with you, still makes attempts to be with you that used to be with you but for some reason they're still there they still care right spirit mates are more aligned with care instead of love you see what i'm saying unlike care love comes with conditions i need y'all to hear me on this Love comes with conditions, right? And a lot of people don't believe that, right? Love is more aligned with lust. And it's with conditions. 
right? Lust fades. And you can't base the fact that you found a soulmate because of that type of attraction that you do have with someone. You know what I'm saying? Lust, lust starts to fade. The more the real obligations of dealing with you shines through. Because it becomes an obligation. You know what I'm saying? For guys, lust weakens after each orgasm. Let me teach. It weakens. So, ladies and gentlemen, it's imperative that whatever you have with whoever you have, make sure whatever you have can fall back on care. Right. Care has kept more relationships together than love or lust will ever If the spirit is shaped and molded by these things, then understand the person that's for you is not going to be perfect for you. The perfect fit. They're going to be the person that's still there despite it all. And that's the truth, ladies and gentlemen. And that's the truth. I want to break that down to you guys. We got the truth. We got the lies. Right. And now. Before we get into the lesson, I love to break my people off with to make the with what I like to call poetic justice. And I make sure my poetry does you justice before we get into the lesson. And it goes a little something like this. Break out. Dim the lights a little bit wherever you are. Right. I like to say that. Bring out your frankincense, your myrrh. You know what I'm saying? Light a couple of candles. I need y'all to feel me on this one. Poetic justice. Poetry that does justice to the lesson. Here we go. Now, the person that's meant to be with you and the person you choose to be with can be two people that are two different types. Because the choice that you make is the chance that you take that we waste chasing after what feels right. Yeah. Many of y'all waiting for the person out here seeking and searching with a misguided perception of love that's above average. Then they move on to the next running away from their ex carrying insecurities, damage, and paranoia in their baggage. Now, there's a special someone out there that's made just for you. But what makes them special is their willingness to groom and be groomed. Or you can choose to keep your perception, do what you've done to feel how you've always felt, but the person in your head ain't coming no time soon. You can do as thy will, as they say. But the last line of poetic justice, I'm going to repeat that. 
the person in your head is not coming anytime soon. Your soulmate. And I'm going to tell you the reason why. Because I want to quote. I want to quote the brother. You know what I'm saying? May he rest in paradise. His name is Reverend Miles Monroe. This guy made a statement a long time ago before he passed. And he said that the that the person that you really, really want, that you're waiting for, that you're longing for, that's in your head, you have to basically create them. You have to mold the person into that, right? You have to become who that person wants you to be to them so that they become or they're, they're open to being groomed into the person that you need for them. You notice I said to groom and be groomed. That's what it's about. So the lesson of today. Now, when you're out there searching for or um, if you believe in soulmates, right? You have to understand that it puts you in a in a position to where you're putting your soul out there on the line every time you meet someone that feels right. If you continue to put your soul out there because of a feeling. You have a high chance of not hitting the jackpot. The feels right. Is a combination of short-term expected behaviors plus sexual attraction plus physical attraction. This formula is going to line up a lot on the dating scene because we work the hardest at perfecting them. Physical attraction plus sexual attraction plus expected behaviors equals your soulmate nowadays. And that's a broken formula. Okay. I know some of y'all might say, well, physical attraction is the same as sexual attraction. It's actually not. No. When you constantly put your soul out there, you create soul ties with individuals based off of this shallow formula. And it drives you down a damaging road of turmoil so that's going to be the truth the lies and the lessons went on soulmates but before we go i got a little homework for you i got some homework for you today and your homework is that's what we're gonna do break out you break out something to write with i want you to i want you to um, um do a little bit of writing and the next time that we meet, I know you're going to have a different perspective on soulmates, right? I bet you do. So check it out. Do what I need you to do. For homework, think about the person you are not with now, but you can't stop thinking about them. You have moved on. You know what I'm saying? Dated several people, several individuals. But they wind up on your mind or in comparison to new people 
that you meet. Jot down all of the reasons why you believe that you can't stop thinking of them or why you believe that they are the one that got away. <laughs> then jot down the things that they did in support of you that's outside of physical pleasure or expected behaviors. The person you believe you were most connected to will look totally different on paper. You connected your soul to someone based off of shallow expectations. So in reality, there may be such a thing as soulmates. It's just that many of us have more than one, more than five, depending on how many people that you attach your soul to. And most of them, ladies and gentlemen, serves no real purpose of substance. Thank you for listening. Make sure you continue to listen to the truth, the lies, and the lessons. I'm the one and only Kenny Talk, right? The brand is growing. And I want you to always walk away with the lesson. Attach your soul to as many people as you feel you should. But the more people you attach your soul to, the more difficult it is for you to move forward. The more difficult it's going to be to share any of you with anyone else. The more difficult it's going to be to just simply be you because you have attached your soul to so many people. These are the ties that they speak about. Think about it. Think about it. It's the one and only truth, lies, and the lessons, right? And we definitely are the group that's going to continue to push the narrative for delivering the truth, the truth, which is highly, I'm sorry, the lies, which is highly accepted, highly regarded, traditionalism, the truth, not so much regarded, not so much accepted, but it has facts and experiences to back it up. That's the truth. And the lessons is that which we must learn regardless of which one we pursue. Thank you for listening, everybody. It's the truth, the lies, and the lessons. And we're going to be back. We got guests that's going to be coming. But just know, um, everybody. if I put you in front of a guest, they're going to be here to build. They're going to be here to ensure that you walk away with a lesson. We're not just throwing around topics. We're not just throwing around talk it's going to be about you walking away with a lesson. So thank you guys for listening. And we up out of here. The truth, the lies, and the lessons. <laughs>